Welcome to Diva Talk Radio Studio D, an insider's view of diabetes news and information beyond the headlines. Here's your host, Mr. Diva Betis. Hello, Divas and Dudes. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio Studio D. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedick, and joining me today is a Tony Award-winning actor, performer, singer, extraordinaire, performer, again, it's Ben Vereen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be with Diva. <laughs> now, I've heard so much about you, and I've been, uh, really? you came out with Living with Diabetes in about uh, seven years ago. Yes, in 07. I was and diagnosed, was um, and I had no idea what it was. Because, I mean, I've been doing, you know, I, I know about diabetes, and people living with diabetes, I never thought I would get diabetes. But you I are from North I Carolina, know. right? No, I'm, my mother's from North Carolina. I'm from Florida. And did you just assume because you were like a, a dancer, which we all think is an athlete today, that may have been why you're so active that you might have not thought you know, about no, it? Is, is that we are not educated about, about how to live on this planet. We're taught how to make a living, not how to live. Mm-hmm. So if you're taught how to live, you know the signs and the signals to look for through a lifetime. And I'm one of those who were just busy making a living, so I never thought about the fact that I would have diabetes or even come into my track. Not the fact that I'm a dancer, not the fact that I'm athletic, but the fact that living life itself, you know, diabetes is in my track? No, never. And so when you were first diagnosed, what were some of the symptoms that you experienced? Uh, urination, mm-hmm. um, dry mouth, uh, feeling very lethargic, not wanting to exercise. And, I, and after my show, during my show I was drinking a lot of, you know, that thought I was just thirsty. Mm-hmm. And after the show, I go back to that mini bar in the hotel to, right. to rate it. It was sugar. I had cravings for sugar. So I didn't know these were the signals, the signs, the red flag. And so when I uh, passed out, finally, Is that you know, how you finally... I finally passed out. I went to the hospital, and they uh, kept me overnight and did a dry test, you know, took my sugar, uh, my blood sugar. And uh, the next day, they came in and said, you have type 2 diabetes. And that's when I called Santa Fe U.S. And I said, listen, if I can get diabetes, I know that other people don't know about it. Need to buy not after I went to my doctor, found out what to do, found out, you know, if I could put me on insulin, do my insulin, change my eating habit, and to exercise more. That's what I that's no problem for me, now that I know what it is. Because right. I was fighting at first. And you know, because we got this fear factor about diabetes in society. It's like the diabetes, a big deal, oh my God. And we run from it. You know, so I was you know, I was fighting at first, but didn't know what I said, I know it has to do with sugar. Mm-hmm. And I had to do the sugar. So I went in the store and I started reading everything, and every label had sugar in it. Right. Said, I'm in trouble. Or high fructose corn syrup. Exactly right. So I said, I'm in trouble. So he said, no, it's just a matter of moderation and exercise and changing it. You didn't have to. You didn't have to eat the whole cake to see the slice. Right. <laughs> you know? And did that, had that worked for you? It has worked for me. Wonderfully. Well, now, so many people in the African-American community consider diabetes a touch of sugar. So there's this whole misconception. Well, I'm going to be talking about that today. Yeah, that you, you, and you do mention, you mentioned it just a minute ago about if, you, if it happens to you, it could happen to anyone. That's exactly what the right. slogans you're using. So well, what is the misconception well, that well, you could... Uh, see, that's why I have this thing called STAN. Right. We started a campaign called STAN, which is a booth we have here. Mm-hmm. called STAN, but uh, start taking action now for diabetes. Mm-hmm. We ask people to go online, standfordiabetes.org. Mm-hmm and pledge that you'll take care of yourself, that you'll watch out for the signs, that you'll talk about it. See, we don't talk about it. That's the thing. We don't know what, what the warning signs are. We don't know, you know, we just, it's, it's like a, it's like, you know, don't talk about it. Don't talk. 
Well, people have that fear factor, like you said. They don't want to know. So, you know, and you did play a character called Chicken George, so people are chicken about their diabetes. Exactly. I had to throw that in. So, I mean, like, you know, they're also chicken about going on insulin. I'm sure you're talking about oh, that, too, for type 2. So how do you help people kind of encourage them to want to start insulin you know, first, therapy? First, first of all, you know, if I if I do insulin, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it, it, or maybe I can try it. I try and tell them that it's not as bad it's not. It's not bad, you know. When they, back in the day, when I played Uncle Philip mm-hmm. on on Webster, we I played a person who had diabetes. In those days, the needles were large, and we'd have to wrap your arm like right. like you're an addict. And we don't do that these days, you know. The, the needle is very small and it's painless, you know. So I try and encourage people to do the insulin. And that was only like 15 years, 20 years ago. Really you might have done that. And the character on that show, I read that the uh, father of Webster thought he was a drug addict because but he I had all the needles exactly and everything right. like that. Exactly right. That was the perception of, of, of uh, right. diabetics. People with diabetes. Yeah. And so uh, you won a Tony in the early 70s, and we've seen so many advances in diabetes at that time. Of course, we didn't have the home monitors. That mm. The glucose monitor wasn't around mm. that time. You mentioned the needles. Long-acting, fast-acting, insulin. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And the other thing that I think has really changed since the 70s is our perception about dance, because of Dancing with the Stars, it's become such a fitness kind of phrase that people, we, got, we now got, use dancing for fitness. We got what do you think about that? Right. You know, and so that becomes like, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful that people are moving. They're moving. I have, a, I have a teacher, his name is Luigi. He's out of New York. And Luigi is 88 years old. And he has a motto, never stop moving, never stop And how do you Some encourage people who feel like they're very, like, but then how, do you, then how do you encourage people who feel like they're not, uh, they can't get the beat or they're uncoordinated to get into dance? Because it is something that so many people of any age could enjoy now. It could help them make fitness fun. We're all trying to do that here at the conference as well as everywhere else. So how, what would you motivate my listeners to get them to Can you walk? They could walk. Can you walk? I could walk. That's really all right. That's the rhythm of life right there. Walk. And when you find yourself walking, you're in a beat. That's your own beat to your own heart. I love and put the music to it, you find yourself moving. <laughs> I love it. And then if I were going to indulge in one kind of dance step, what would you think I should take on? What would be the easiest thing? A tango, cha cha? Tango, the cha cha, whatever moves you. <laughs> whatever moves you. You know? What moves you might not move me, but, you know, we're moving. <laughs> and I love the fact that you also, because you've been on stage, you are an entertainer, you mentioned that you're working with Tennessee Adventist on one thing, but I also read that you have another, um, a di- don't you do taking stage or stage? That was the beginning. That was the beginning. Okay. But Explain we both took a stand. Okay. You know, taking the stage for diabetes was to get the people out there and let them know we're taking the stage, we're taking back our power, we're taking back our lives. And now we ask you to make a stand. Now we need this is a movement. Now, I'll be talking about this evening. This is a movement. This isn't just a conference. This is a movement. We get people moving. We get our country moving. You know, when President Obama was uh, debating with John McCain, the first thing he said, he said, we've got to do something about diabetes in America. That was the first campaign he said that. That was our call to action. That's why you're here. That's why we're here. We've got to move it here. And tell me a little bit about this, because some alarming statistics with the uh Urban entertainers, we lost, obviously I worked for Luther Vandross, we lost Luther, recently yeah. we lost uh, Nick Ashford, we lost Vesta Williams, yeah. we lost so many people in their early 50s or 40s, Vesta Williams. How do you, what do you think we have to do to help 
the urban community to stay healthy because it's an alarming trend when all of our legends and R&B singing and television and acting are done well, you know, before they're even seeing their 60s. Yeah, you know, it's not just an urban problem. It is a human problem mm-hmm. that we've got to look at, you know, because when we begin to sex, we begin to slice ourselves up, like we slice up God, like we survive. God is whole and complete. We are people are whole and complete. We must help one another become more healthy, become more aware. By us being here today, we're opening up that, that, that part of our brain that says, yes, we can do something about this. By the African community, you mentioned that, it's by going to the churches, because the church has a big influence in the African mm-hmm. community, and getting them involved in this program. It's going to schools, Hispanic schools, and, and also my, my Caucasian brothers and sisters, my Asian brothers and sisters, to make them aware to children that we can do something about our lives and have a healthier, prosperous life. Because sometimes here, two years ago, someone came on the planet and said, I've come to give you life and more abundantly. Mm-hmm. Abundantly. That means I have all the attributes of life that are good for you and very good. And so tell me finally, uh, you know, living with diabetes is a day-to-day thing. Yes, We're always trying to motivate our divas who are listening to the program. You listen, How divas. does Ben Kareem <laughs> get up and motivated on a day that he just doesn't I, You know, I wake up. And that's the beginning of the miracle. I got another day of getting it right. Not a choice of mine, isn't it? And I can lay there and just wallow in my misery where I can get up into my glory. Well, you know, you gave me one of the most memorable performances of my life. It was my in the my 70s when you were on the route. And now to have you in front of me is amazing as well. I want to thank our special guest today, Ben Vereen. That's it all. Tony award-winning actor, performer, <laughs> entertainer. Also, uh... Television star, and you have your own one-man show that you tour around yes, the country. Yes, that's right. With, as a matter of fact, we're taking you to Broadway. I have a CD out called Ben Vereen Stepping Out Live. It's on on uh, iTunes, so please download. We've got five stars out of five, so we just... All right, it. we're going to tell the divas about that. All right, well, we're out of time, but I want to thank everyone once again for having Ben Vereen on the show and let you know that Studio D is available on demand anytime. Please visit our blog, our Facebook group, and fan pages, and visit us on the web at divabag.org. Remember, every diva and every dude like Ben Vereen has an entourage, but I'm so glad to be part of yours. Let's stay happy and get healthy together. Diva Talk Radio Studio D is produced by the national nonprofit Divabetic, providing wellness with a while for people living with and affected by diabetes. Mr. Divabetic, and more this month on Diva Talk Radio. Yeah.